0: I'm Maggie. I'm Kristen. Welcome to Hot Chocolate in a Movie, the Christmas movie podcast.
1: Do you think that's just a nice way, like when they call him an architect, like they just mean that he built a lot of gingerbread houses? <laughs> you know? I don't know. Okay. It's plausible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why was she not named Holly? That is true. You're going to call the movie "Haul Out the Holly, you have to call her Holly.
1: I showed her the power of lists. And the power of planning. So this is about. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you made Christmas. There it is. Welcome to Hot Chocolate in a Movie. This week we watched Haul Out the Holly, which was a really fun Christmas movie. I watched Haul Out the Holly. I had to get
0: Hallmark movies now for it. I was going to watch it on Peacock, and apparently it went off of Peacock the day before I sat down to watch it. So I had to actually get a trial the hallmark movies now to be able to watch it
1: and that is exactly what i did through amazon prime <laughs> um so anyways i will be watching a ton of christmas movies in the next seven days <laughs> first of all we have lacey chabert who i'm pretty sure is like the queen of of hallmark christmas she's movies many of them yeah so many one well, she's a good fit for it like she's perfect in this i thought
0: mm-hmm.
1: um we also have oh here we go Wes brown who's jared okay um had you ever seen him in anything before because i have not i have not either but when i like did my research on him um i found that he had also been in a ton of christmas movies so this is not his first rodeo okay He's, he's done this before other famous people were uh ellen travolta Ellen Travolta? She played the old lady with the spiky hair. Really? And she is the sister of John Travolta. No. She really is, for sure. Oh. I like her. Yeah, she was funny. Well, Mm -hmm. you might recognize her, too, because she's been in a lot of stuff also, and she was in... Charles in Charge. Yes! That's right. So, it's fantastic to see her again. And I love seeing familiar faces. That's why I was so excited, too, when I saw Melissa Peterman, because she is hilarious. I love her.
0: She's the one from Reba, right? Yes. 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 Barbara Jean. I love her. She's hilarious. Always so
1: funny. I know. I don't think they used her quite enough in this. I agree. I would like to see more of her. Yeah, I agree. Um, Who else did you see in here that you knew?
0: Um, The guy who plays Ned. I don't have his name in front of me, but... Seen him in lots of things. Character yeah. actor, you see him a whole bunch, and he's so funny.
1: He's always pretty much the same character, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he nailed it. Um, and I thought the parents were really well cast, too.
0: Yes. Also famous people whose names I don't know, but, like, I see them and stuff. You know, these are, like, they got the A-list actors for this one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: They they uh, pulled out all the stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. And I enjoyed it. Because it's
0: really an ensemble piece. Which yeah. is one of its
1: strengths, I think. I agree with the group absolutely I guess I should give a quick summary of the movie I'm going to put on the timer for you all right 30 seconds on the clock ready go all right so Emily is a writer in New York her boyfriend was really nice not so nice now so she kicks him to the curb except that his name is on the lease so she has to move out of her apartment she doesn't have a place to go luckily her parents who have always loved Christmas are able to welcome her home with open arms on christmas uh the week of christmas but unfortunately when she gets there they are planning to go to florida so they leave her and wish her luck as she prepares for christmas okay that's good one minute one second to go good that was good timing okay
0: so i have my 30 second edition edition okay so the part that was missed in the excellent summary was that the parents were not necessarily planning on de-Christmasing everything before they went out of town. Once they heard Emily was coming though they sprang into action and they came up with this kind of uh, involved a little bit twisted plan involving many of the neighbors to not only get her back into the house and celebrating Christmas and back sucked into the marrow of the street but also to fall in love with the architect and everybody is on board with it and she does not realize it until later.
1: We know a lot about Lacey Chabert's character. Mm-hmm. Can you name three things? <laughs> <laughs> He's an architect. only because they kept saying it. How he, did you know he was an architect?
0: Because <laughs> he wanted to be an architect when he was a little boy. Yeah, yeah. And they kept saying it in well, the Well, he was consistent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. He likes Christmas. Uh-huh. And now the third one. I... He does not live with his mother just on her street. <laughs> okay. That's all I have. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't really tell you a whole lot else about him. Whereas we know about her, she likes Nickelback. <laughs>
1: One of, my, one of my favorite parts about her. It's hilarious. That was a good part. Yeah. Unapologetically, too. Unab-
0: yeah. It um. I know you haven't seen the sequel yet, but it comes up again in the sequel. There's a nice callback, <laughs> and it's very
1: funny. Oh, I'm looking forward to it, because I yeah. did enjoy this movie.
0: I did, too. I enjoyed this movie. Some people, um, I was reading some reviews on it online. Some people really hated it, because they were like, it's so corny, and the romance was so light and whatnot, and I think they weren't seeing it as, like, a comedy. Or they were, like, genuinely offended at all the stuff that happens in the movie. Which, to be fair, there's some gaslighting going on, there's some really horrendous HOA decisions. Sure. If you're watching it through that lens, I could see not liking
1: it. But watching it as a comedy, I really think they did a great job. Absolutely. I think it's the kind of thing that, like, if this type of situation happened to me, I would hate it. (laughs) It would be horrible. (laughs) But... You know watching somebody else yeah like, they can go about, through it i'm behind that She did great and really you know like you said it is an ensemble piece like all of these people had to work together to conspire to make mm-hmm. this magical christmas happen yeah um, but that's perfect because those are the two things that everyone's focused on it's christmas mm-hmm. and jared the architect <laughs> who does not live with his mom who <laughs> is a great guy i know that too because i've also heard people say that <laughs> Um, yeah, and he does seem like a great guy. I mean, he I does. liked him. No, I, I didn't see any, like, red flags, nothing that made me think, like, oh, you know, they shouldn't mm-hmm. end up together. Just, I would have liked to know a little bit more about him. Sure, I think that's fair. Um, because it did feel like we knew a lot about her. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked Lacey Chabert's character. I don't know why. I think she was very, like, willing to, to try things mm-hmm. and go along with it, you know? Um, she just seemed nice. They both seemed very nice. Mm-hmm. He was kind of, you know what I will say, he was kind of like uh, really free with like, you know, he wasn't afraid to say what he liked mm-hmm. or embarrassed about it. You mm-hmm. know, it, it it is fun to spend any holiday with somebody who is celebrating it mm-hmm. instead of mocking it or just not. It's
0: probably a lot of fun throughout the year, too. Yeah. You know, I could see him bringing this kind of attitude to all the things that they're doing.
1: Yeah. So that would be nice. Mm-hmm. I could see that. You know, I can understand, too. Why everybody felt like they kind of had to conspire to get her on board with Christmas because it sounds like she was kind of on the fence about it. You know, she grew mm-hmm. up with her parents doing so much planning for everything, and she said at the beginning like she wasn't sure if Christmas was basically just a long to-do list.
0: Mm, I felt that
1: one. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but luckily they showed her the power of lists and the power of planning. <laughs> is that what this is about? <laughs> <laughs> that's the true of Christmas. That's what there it is. <laughs> Um, Well, because, you know, I I love a list. Mm -hmm. I love uh, Christmas planning. (laughs) It's never a surprise. You know Christmas is coming. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's actually got a lot of ideas. Maybe you should share with our listeners what you do every Christmas. (laughs) Absolutely. Because Christmas (laughs) isn't as much fun unless you do all the planning Mm -hmm. and the list making. Mm -hmm. Um, What I like to do is, and I do this actually twice because I celebrate it with my husband's family and my family, is I like to send out a poll to kind of get an idea of what people want to do over christmas so it will say you know um are you interested in the following activities and they can rate if they want to watch movies or do puzzles they want to go on a hike we live in a beautiful area over here and then i kind of take that and break it down even further so if you wanted to watch christmas movies fantastic which of these movies oh would you oh my like gosh to watch? well because there's nothing <laughs> do worse. really give them specific movies to like check box or yeah absolutely oh do they rank them Um, Yes, a lot of times I do, which is how I ended up watching Home Alone like four times this Christmas. (laughs) But you
0: know what? Everyone was happy. (laughs) It was worth it. I can see, first of all, how this movie really spoke to you on some level. But also, I don't know if you're like autocratic enough as the movie would apply. You should really just be coming up with the perfect list and then imposing that on all
1: your guests. That is, that's probably true. You know what? I don't know if I am as experienced in Christmas to come up with that perfect list. Give it time. I'll get there. But the other thing I appreciated too, and I think we all can, is the book of rules and regulations. (laughs) 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 Guys. Sure. It's nice to have a little bit of guidance. You know, mm-hmm. the, I, like I said, I'm not quite there yet when it comes to, you know, pushing out my itinerary on everybody. I need that input. Um, and sometimes with Christmas too, you wonder like, is this too much? Is this not enough? So it's nice to have it kind of laid out there. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like it was very detailed. Left room for... Um, Some might say too detailed. But but not many people would say that. <laughs> not many <I> would... <laughs> people on Evergreen Lane. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, I think it was, um, it really spoke to me. <laughs>
0: See, that was the part of the movie. Particularly, this was the second time I'd watched it. The first time I watched it, the HOA rules really drove me nuts. I was kind of like, why on earth would she ever end up with this guy? He is awful.
1: So you love the movie is what you're
0: saying. (laughs) (laughs) I was just surprised. Okay. (laughs) Like, it really irked me. I have a thing about HOAs as it is. Sure. And then um, seeing it used... It was weaponized. This was a weaponized HOA, and it really, really irked me. But on the second viewing, I found I really didn't mind it as much, maybe because I knew what was coming, and she was going to enter in the spirit of all of it. Uh, but it didn't bother me as much round two.
1: I guess I guess if you do look at it through the lens of, like, this organization is telling you that they know what's best for you, and mm-hmm. you better fall in line or there will be consequences. Mm-hmm. Is that a Christmas movie? I mean, however
0: <laughs> flirty he's being, measuring those nutcrackers mm-hmm. it's still... Measuring the nutcracker, you know?
1: Yeah, but it did look better with the bigger nutcracker. It, it looked yeah, nice. I mean, you? they're not wrong.
0: That's why HOAs exist. Exactly. They do make things uniform and nice. And that brings me to our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, I genuinely believe that every single Christmas movie has, like, an underwriter or, like, a sponsor or uh-huh. something. And sometimes the product placement is so over the top. Right. Um, could the sponsor for this one have been HOAs? <laughs> yeah, I think it's possible. Big <laughs> HOA. Big HOA. Uh-huh. Absolutely.
0: It's the most positive uh, most positive viewing of an HOA I think I've ever seen. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And they, good for them. They brought about the spirit of Christmas.
1: <laughs> they sure did. Yeah. Um, although, I did actually see another product placement. And you did you notice this? No, I didn't notice any. They, like, had me sucked in in this movie. I was just eating up everything they gave me. Like, okay. What was it? white elephant party how prominently were they featuring that like ninja appliance oh you're right it, they made a point to make sure that i saw that it was Ninja. oh my gosh times. so boy they tricked me that in yeah. the lava lamp which also had a lot of um you know screen time as well mm-hmm. but i didn't know no if...
0: brand name on it
1: it's just a lava lamp is that a brand i don't think so well i wonder if maybe ninja selected to go up against lava lamps during the vino competition. Yeah, they picked
0: out all the other gifts too. <laughs> um okay, I would like to ask you. Okay. What were
1: your favorite scenes?
0: Or um, a favorite scene.
1: I really liked at the beginning, even though the boyfriend was a jerk at the beginning, kind of like checked out. When he said, it's like when someone says, don't think about tigers. You think about <laughs> tigers? Think about tigers. I, mean, I was thinking about tigers. Yeah. So that really stuck out to me. I like really that did a lot. Work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you?
0: They're usually the ones with the groups. Okay. So um, the board meeting they have. Mm-hmm. There was, I don't remember which meeting it was in, all of the little asides from Pamela. And Ned were hilarious. I really enjoyed those parts. I was, watched it with my kids this time, and they were outright laughing at <laughs> stuff. And there's one point where I guess it was John Travolta's sister who said, you know, she misdefined what FOMO was mm-hmm. and, you know, said his fear of making out. And Barbara Jean was like,
1: oh, sorry about that, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good that was one. Funny. That was good. Yeah, there were a lot of little quips Yeah, like just that. little
0: things like that. Nonstop, she's going deaf in one ear. From the snowball to the head, Ned's like, you said you forgave me for that. Stuff like that. It was, yeah. just, it was funny. It was, it was fast talking and funny.
1: And I loved when she was back home and she was like, you know, she laid out her plan, which was like to um, take a warm bath, put on PJs, and watch Christmas movies because I felt like this was exactly the movie you would watch after you did those mm-hmm. things. So yeah. it was very meta.
0: Yeah, I agree. It was very meta. I think this whole movie is pretty meta. Yeah. Like, they. Seemed like they were really having fun with it, with the whole genre,
1: with the whole idea of it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now there was a point where they were where there were Christmas movies on the screen. Did you recognize any of them? I did not. Okay.
0: Um, I think I would like to do some reading online to see if she was actually watching her own movies.
1: Yeah, I did kind of think at first that there was going to be some drama when um, uh, she when Emily, who's the main character, Mm -hmm. is trying to help out and find a replacement Santa. And she asks, I think his name is Kevin, her best friend's husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jared's, like, really upset. And for a split second, I thought, oh, man, Kevin has a terrible secret. You know, like, he's the town, like, <laughs> mean guy or something. He kicked a puppy. Guy. I don't know. But I was like, why is Jared so upset about that? But duh, the answer is obvious. He's a grown man who wants to be Santa Claus. <laughs> How did you feel about that? Weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> A little bit weird. And he's in charge of the whole thing, too. So he could have just could said, have just I'll, I'll be Santa. Yeah. I'll fill in. But I, I think he felt like it was his prom or something. Like he wanted to be asked yeah, to Yeah,
0: that's right. I mean, you don't want to have to volunteer yourself for that kind of thing.
1: I mean. When it's your dream. Yeah, I guess. But um, it's a weird dream. Well, you know, you do have a family connection, too. People that are are um, Christmasly inclined. <laughs> so... Yeah, I can understand the dream.
0: Well, I will say, so my my father-in-law is a Santa. That is who Kristen is referring to. But it's something that he did in his older years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know as many young guys who are, like, ready to step That's into really. Santa's shoes. And I don't even know that he wanted to step into Santa's shoes so much as I think there was a little bit of him that wanted to be the real Santa. Yes. Um. So that was a little weird, too. S- how do we feel about citations as a form of flirting is that power imbalance uh
1: in the real world yes absolutely but
0: on evergreen lane cute
1: yeah pretty cute and then you know when she wrote kiss me mm-hmm. at the end on her citation i felt like yeah you know she's also wielding that power yeah so.
0: I think when they had that scene and they had their final kiss, I have no idea why when we panned back we didn't have all the other people watching them through the windows. Because They'd all be part creepy. of the plan. To set up. <laughs> if that's creepy, the whole movie's creepy. Right. If you have to buy into it that everybody had a part in making this happen, they should have been at least spying on them.
1: You're right. That would have been a nice scene. Yeah, Absolutely. just a couple people. Oh, speaking of the whole group, one thing I loved is that they were terrible carolers. <laughs> They were bad. They were so yeah. bad, but it was nice because yeah. sometimes you watch Christmas movies and you're like, oh, okay, everyone's a professional singer here, you know? But this one, it was like, yeah, yeah I believe this that's was Ned real. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: It sounded exactly like them. And I loved it when Pam uh, was doing, what did she sing? A Holy Night? Is that what she was singing when she was singing by herself by the Christmas tree at that party? I think so. <laughs> she was just belting it out. <laughs> I enjoyed that. It was good. Every scene she was in, I loved her.
1: Although I did feel like they kind of... Mm, like, the drama they gave her was kind of sad, too. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, she's a little grumpy because her husband isn't going to make it home in time for Christmas. Yeah. I feel like that was unnecessary. Like, let's just appreciate Melissa Peterman. You know, she can she can have moods if she, she can, wants to. She
0: could just be funny and grumpy. Absolutely. Yeah. She was the only other character who really got any sort of an arc.
1: We know more about her than we do about Jared. <laughs> Considerably more. Yeah. Yeah. So, a lot. Throwing that out there. Yeah. I did have some issues with the timeline again you know i do think they kind of cut it very close with the tree lighting being so close to christmas well, and i know that was brought up in the movie that's when their schedules worked out the best Kristen. i mean Ned's schedule was open for weeks so
0: <laughs> yeah it was it was tight It was tight. <laughs> and jam-packed from yes. there on to the end i mean they had something every day is everybody off from work during this time
1: i i guess so mm-hmm. i don't know i don't but a lot of them were Presumably retirees, I guess. Yeah, you didn't see a lot of uh, like parent ages, right? Yeah, and I don't think, I don't think her best friend and her daughter do they live on Evergreen Lane? No, also? they
0: don't. Yeah,
1: so I don't think there's any children there. I mean, who could afford those houses? I mean, right? I mean, unless you get a key under the Christmas yeah, these tree. These are not
0: your middle class working working parents.
1: That's true. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Um, but a lot of things kind of felt like they were left up to the last minute, I thought, too. Like the decorations. Um, I know that she was, what did they say? She was supposed to have her nutcracker out by December 19th. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't give her the citation till the 20th. Mm-hmm. That's only six days before Christmas. Yeah. Well, well,
0: you know. I guess they really just go hard on that one week. Okay. Like maybe that's the plan. That probably is the plan. If You're you right. Go that hard. You can't do that a whole month. You're right. You know, but you could probably get that out. And like you said, the noise ordinance was only, it was not enforced on the week before Christmas, but that was it. Right. I think that's how they're kind of looking at this.
1: I understand. How did you feel about her getting the house at the end oh, of the movie? Oh, that was
0: nice. That was a nice, uh, it was, first of all, an enormous house. Right. I can't imagine the cash value of that home. But I thought that was a really nice thing. Because um, I'm just going to say that the whole flashback to her childhood Christmases, it terrible like did, yeah the girl open some presents give her more than a camera that she then has to use to document the neighbors i kind of feel like over time they perhaps owed her a nice heartwarming christmas gift and so it was nice that she got
1: this okay yeah I you didn't feel
0: like i you look like you don't agree
1: well i you know i do agree that she didn't really get to like enjoy her childhood christmases mm-hmm. But that's because she was in training to fulfill her duty (laughs) as a member of Evergreen Lane. Like they couldn't, like they could not have left her this house in good conscience without. um, Her
0: ready to be HOA first lady. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Like she, she had to go through that to become the woman who would get the house. But my main problem is Jared does not live with his mother. Mm -hmm. He lives elsewhere on Evergreen Lane. Mm hmm. Those houses are enormous. So Jared and Emily both have these giant houses. And we know, we know they're going to end up together. So one of them's going to have to sell their recently acquired house? Yeah. That's just so sad. I think they'll keep, I think they'll keep her house as a childhood home. Don't um, you think? He could have built his. He's an architect. He could have I don't meaning. think
0: meaning. I don't think there were ever empty lots on Evergreen Lane. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so right. I don't, I think that it's, she had, he had to buy. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: But, like, how many residents were on Evergreen Lane? Let's just do the math. Uh Six? What percentage of homes do Jared and Emily have?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even more if you consider Jared might, you know, inherit from his mother exactly. one day. <laughs> so <laughs> It's a lot. Yeah. They're going to be financially very well off, I think. And that's good for them. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy. She's going to need that because I wasn't clear if she was, like, is she a writer? Is she a copy editor? Is she an editor?
1: Well, it seems like she's nothing now because, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but she was like, "Yeah, that's no problem. I'll just not live in New York and live in Utah." Well, she said I can work
0: from anywhere, so she's working. That's true, and you can work from anywhere. But either way, I feel like she's not in a high-paying profession.
1: Okay.
0: So I'm glad she's got three
1: houses to fall back on. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, that worked out well for her. It did. As you know, I believe that every Christmassy movie has product placement. Mm -hmm. But we also gain knowledge from every Christmas movie as well. There's always like a little something in there. Mm -hmm. So when they went to the cookie tasting party um, and Emily's cookies turned out terrible Mm -hmm. because she doesn't know what sugar looks like, apparently. To be
0: fair, her best friend didn't know what sugar looked like. She got blamed for it when it was her best friend and her daughter who
1: mixed it up. Okay. Justice for Emily. (laughs) Go (laughs) ahead. All right. I'll give you that. I will give you that. But okay. So when they were at the cookie tasting party or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, Ned comes up and he takes a bite of a cookie and then he starts to drop some knowledge on us. And what he tells us is that um, many people believe that English shortbread is the forerunner of the modern American sugar cookie. Did he say that? He really did. Totally missed that. Um, And in fact, um, he also says some people (laughs) believe that it's tied back to 2,000 years ago in Mesopotamia. But he actually believes that they were invented in um, Sussex, England.
0: Ned is dropping a lot of things. He's the one who mentions the two different kinds of coal.
1: <gasps> you are um, right about which I that. Which didn't follow
0: up on. I don't know what they are or what the difference is, but he does.
1: <laughs> well, and it was, it felt like a fast movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of like hemming and hawing. Yeah. Because um, that is something I don't like in a lot of Christmas movies where it mm. takes a long time for something to happen. She just jumped right in.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't like waiting for the obvious bad thing that's going to happen. And this movie really didn't have that. No. You know, there was no... The worst thing that happened, like you said, is when he was sad about not being asked to be Santa. But I can't really think what there... There was no other really low point of the movie. Whereas a lot of these, there's kind of a very obvious low point that's coming. If somebody's keeping a secret, it's going to come out right at the end. Right when you don't want them to. You know, this didn't have that kind of thing. And I enjoyed that.
1: I agree with that. I like that they got the breakup out of the way, right away. Yeah. So that when she was back home, she had a open heart in a way, you know, uh-huh. like she was not still tied up um, with her feelings to her ex, you uh-huh. know, because that's another trope you sometimes see yeah. where it's like having to choose between the yeah, two. Yeah, they didn't bring him back. Exactly.
0: Like how many movies would he have, shown up again in the third act they're not going to deal with this and he well, did not come back he
1: kind of did because he helped just as a helper as a helper Cause cause they they were, elf. and they were on a good um good terms that mm-hmm. she could call him up and ask for for the favor yeah. to get that was um, nice pamela's husband back it was an opportunity i think for him to to be nice again because that's one thing that they stayed well you know, he's got to
0: start his cycle again with somebody else where oh. he's nice for a while so absolutely he's probably gearing up to date
1: you know, that was also another pretty funny line when he's like, you sound like my ex. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know he's a bad guy. Yeah. But the um, the tiger comment and that you sound like my ex, he had me laughing.
0: I gotta say that she went pretty quick from buying him like eight or nine presents at a time to breaking up. That was a fast transition.
1: We don't know what was in those presents. Coal. The two kinds of coal. <laughs> Probably two kinds of coal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's true. We don't know. What did you think of? When her parents, like, just left, though. Okay, so I would be so sad if that happened to me. Yeah.
0: So sad. I just, yeah. My question is, were they already planning on leaving and, like, they were just going to leave the house all Christmassy and then they were going to go to Florida? Or did they decide to go to Florida because she was coming? What do you think?
1: I think that this had to have been planned for years. Like, years. Mm -hmm. um, Because... They had all of the neighborhood um in on that. They had everything kind of set up already for her to, like, come in and, mm-hmm. and, and be a part of that. There's no way they could have planned all of this in one night. You know what I mean? So
0: you think they've been planning for years, long con, maybe once Jared moved back into the neighborhood? I think when Jared
1: moved back. How long have he been
0: there? We don't know, Kristen. What? We don't know that? <laughs> Unsurprisingly, we don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, Yeah. So when Jared moved back... But this is his first year on the HOA, or as the
1: president. Yes, but he was under the leadership of... Oh, you're right. He learned from him for Mm -hmm. a while. For a while. So when Jared moved back one to seven years ago, I think they started talking (laughs) about, okay, how do we make this work? What's our plan? Um, And I think they, you know, her parents were very organized, Mm -hmm. very methodical. I think they had probably a secret playbook with all of this stuff in there.
0: All right. That's possible. I, I hope... I would like to think Jared was not in on the plan. Oh, that's a good question, because I, I
1: could not determine that either. I hope not, because that's one step too creepy but, for me. Do you remember after they decorated her house, mm-hmm. and they're all standing out to look at it, and she turns around, and she's like, thank you so much. I'd like to invite you guys all mm-hmm. in for cocoa." and everyone leaves except Jared. Jared is not surprised by that.
0: Yeah, you're right. He's not surprised. But that doesn't necessarily mean he planned it. He may have just picked up what's going on because he's a very smart architect.
1: As we know, <laughs> I hope
0: he just picked up on it, or he was just like okay with it because he's like okay, great. I also like that. But you're right; he wasn't surprised. He at was all. not surprised. Yeah.
1: But I also like too that he wasn't hiding that he liked her. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But he wasn't over the top about it either. Mm-hmm. I think he was respectful. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And and. You know, except for maybe all the citations.
0: Yeah, less respectful on the HOA front.
1: Right. But relationship wise, yeah, I agree. Yeah. He mm-hmm. didn't he wasn't pushy, he wasn't overly flirty, I think. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of there. Where are they in ten years?
0: Well, I think they're still running the HOA because I don't see Jared giving that up. Okay. For sure. Um, I think they are probably now living in one house.
1: <laughs> of their many houses. <laughs> I think
0: they have a lot of cash in the bank. I'm sure. From the sale of other houses. Right. Probably. But I kind of see them just going on as they are now. I don't see huge changes in their future. I'm sure they've got lots of kids. I hope they let them have a better Christmas morning than she got to have as a kid. Right. You know, we didn't see what his Christmas morning was like. I feel like he loves Christmas so much, he probably had a better one. I bet that he got to open his presents.
1: And do you think that's what made all the difference? Because. It couldn't hurt. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fair. That is fair.
0: This is a PSA for letting your kids just enjoy Christmas. Yeah. And then they won't hate it and you won't have to have an elaborate neighborhood-wide scheme to
1: pull them back in. Well, and in a way, oh, going back to the house, I did kind of think that too. It was not necessarily a gift for her because her parents said that they, mm. could, not, they could not leave the house any other way. Yeah. You know? So, really, their whole dream of retirement Gosh. was... Contingent upon her agreeing to take bad care of the guys house. in
0: this movie.
1: Yeah, I think uh. that's what we're learning, or her parents in particular, who seemed. Oh nice. yeah, her parents. Yeah,
0: his, his mom seemed very so, nice. Uh, yeah, and she I was know, one
1: of the least pushy ones in terms of the love story. What do you think that Emily and Jared would argue about if anything? Oh
0: gosh, uh, maybe he doesn't like Nickelback very much. We don't know
1: well to be fair most people don't i know i kind of like nickelback okay <laughs> do you want me to edit that out later it's up to you okay i mean what do you
0: think they would fight about which house to keep
1: <laughs> i don't know she does kind of let herself get steamrolled a little bit mm-hmm. like it would be hard to see what conflict they could have and yeah. i think a lot of times that is what makes a love story interesting is that overcoming a conflict or an obstacle um but that was not in this movie how long do you think that they wait before they take everything down
0: well i bet they're pretty firm on waiting to the epiphany don't you think i
1: would imagine that they're very strict guidelines so you're saying not before january 6. i
0: don't think so i don't think these people are going to bend that kind of rule they may leave it up through january i'm not sure
1: (gasps) see i think that's a step too far i mean sure a
0: lot of things they do is a step too
1: far (laughs) that's where i have to put my foot down
0: is the possibility
1: that they may... The easy part. The leaving it up longer part.
0: (laughs) If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a five-star rating or review wherever you get your podcasts. Every rating helps us find new listeners. Thanks. Thank you for being with us as we put way too much thought into haul off the holly. We look forward to talking to you next time. I'm Maggie. I'm Kristen. Bye. I was trying to think if you learn more about Jared in the second movie, and I gotta say I don't think you do. (laughs)